The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to a very special episode of Blossom. It is the morning sickness. It's uh, 545. My name's John. There's the birthday boy, Brady. There's Brett, Big Dick Toledo. Yes, that's right. It's Brady's big fat birthday today. 58 Shades of Brady. It's happening. Amazing. Never thought I would make it. Yeah. Nobody did. We're all all blown away. You're You're a miracle of modern science and medicine. Happiest of birthdays to Brady today. A glorious day. Your day started off a whole lot better than the guy sitting out there. I don't know if you saw him on 52nd Street exit. Uh, getting onto our road off of the 202. I haven't seen this ever in my life. Like, uh, no car accident. He's just sitting, waiting to turn onto 52nd Street from the thing. And his front, driver's front wheel was gone. Came off? Not the tire. The wheel. Gone. It's right down to the axle. And he's and just sitting in his car. And I'm looking around like, where's the... Where's the most important part of this thing? Where's that fourth member of the Circle family that, looking around like it rolled into a wall? Nothing. It's just gone. It's back on 44th Street He's waiting on the freeway, yeah. and like yeah. he just drove right off into it, but he got all the way down the ramp. Didn't even pull over on the ramp. Got all the way to the stoplight. He was going to keep going, and the car's like, we're done here. And it's just sitting there. I'm like, I've never seen this before. I've never seen a wheelless vehicle. I've seen tires fly off. Never seen a, a, an entire wheel just go missing. It's or weird. was it an elaborate? That's why I didn't pull over plan you go over there to help and yep. 10 guys come out of the right it's gonna be tough for them to get away rape though. you jack you <laughs> right sure sure jack me rape me do whatever you want baby but i'm saying it's gonna be tough for them to drive away because uh i guess they'd steal your car and you'd be stuck with that three-wheeled nightmare but it's just so strange i felt bad for him <laughs> but i'm also for the reasons brady stated never gonna help anyone ever in my life because i, I watch the news call it in and at uh you know 4 50 in the morning i'm not pulling up next to a guy going want to hop in with me and I see that your car's only got three wheels. Yeah. Hey, get in. Let's drive you somewhere. I'm not doing it. <laughs> nope. Not there, in this neighborhood. There are people who pay for that or get paid for that. And uh, they can do it. So you can call the police. He's got a phone. Everybody's got a cell phone. It's not like he needs that help. But, yeah, I, was, I felt a little guilty, and I was immediately over it because I thought of what Brady said. Uh, yeah, by now, had I helped that guy, I'd be uh, six inches in. I wouldn't want This would be awful. This guy would be raping the tar out of me. That's a lesson to all the kids. Always assume the person you want to help is a rapist, and then you won't help them, and you'll move on with your day. <laughs> Good Samaritan laws only protect you from when you kill them. Nothing protects you from when they decide to ice you right there in the middle of 52nd Street at 4.50 in the morning. It's not happening. It's just not happening. I won't help anybody until around... I think it was probably about 11 in the morning. Midday's a good yeah, time. Mid, mid 11 to 1 or 2, like somebody's like, that's just a time when nobody's out to scam. Yeah. Although, that's what they want you to think. I'm out. I just talked myself out of it. I'm never <laughs> helping anyone again. The one the one memorable time I had helping somebody, and I know you want to help, Brady, but, and plus, I've seen you try to change a windshield wiper. There's no reason for you to pull over. You're causing more trouble than helping. Anything after 8 dark for me. Oh, eight you dark. Know, you know. Forget it. You're in bed by then anyway. Yeah, what yeah. are you doing out with all the ghouls and trolls of society? You're not out at eight o'clock. Let's not fool ourselves into thinking Brady's going to come riding up on the white horse after eight o'clock. 
Unless the white horse is named, you know, insomnia. And then, you know, the time that you saw it this morning. Like Not a happy. guy loses a wheel and it's dark out at three or four in the morning. Something, There's a reason why yeah. he lost the wheel. Yeah, something in your life wasn't going right in the first place to have five loose lug nuts on the same day. Just not, just not. Somebody's after you. Uh, that's a like the, the ex-wife's got a that car is booby trapped. Second, the passenger door opens because she thinks it's your side squeeze. She's got that thing, bl- and I'm going to hop in the passenger door, blows the car up. I'm sitting there trying to help a guy, and the next thing you know, I'm all over the 202. No thanks. Good luck to that guy out there. Sorry your life's gone to hell in an hour. He could have been uh, sitting there just decompressing, too, like, oh, my gosh. Wife totally loosened up the lug nuts because yeah. of the insurance policy, sure. and I survived it. And here I am, and that bitch will pay. And now I got now I'm in on that. What do I do? Next thing you know, I got Ian Schwartz and Grilda Saltino standing in front of my house. And, what did you do? And the man said that his wife was going to die today. I, Griselda, I was just looking at his tire. Griselda Saltino does not believe you, KTIR News. <laughs> Some guy, random dude, about my age, stops me at the uh, AMPM. Hey, Holberg. Like, yeah. Griselda Saltino, spot on. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thank you. That's the strangest thing anyone's ever complimented me on. Thank you. Thank you for knowing both. I'm glad that you uh, toggle. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a weird thing to see. And I saw a guy who was dead asleep driving this morning, too, on the 51. He went from the far left lane, just started going across oh. all the traffic, and it was slow. It wasn't like a drunk guy. Slow, gets almost to the wall, <laughs> corrects back a lane. Puts his signal back on and goes all the way back, back over. And I'm like, he's all right. I've been there. I've, I've had that nod off. I've never gone that far. Horrifying. I've had to pull over on the freeway before and, like, walk around the car real yep. quick. And I'm like, okay, I'm good again. Because you feel like, how yeah. did that just happen? Yeah. I just went to sleep driving. Yeah. Anyway. So good luck out there. There's a lot of lunacy out there. And especially uh, bitter wives loosening lug nuts on guys' <laughs> tires for the million-dollar state farm policy that would have gone her way. Had this plan not been foiled by the guy's incredible driving skills on whatever that's called. What is that thing called? Is it the brake? Was he on the rotor? The rotor. He's down on yeah. the rotor. I mean, yeah. it, it was gone. Like, Unless it, sna- it, so it snapped off. The whole thing. And it was clean. He hit some. I didn't know how you hit something and end up. Uh, there was no damage to the car. Like the wheel just went bloop and ran away. So he's sitting out there on 52nd Street. Don't help him. His wife's after him. And she's probably got that. that Second, the door, besides the driver's door, the second the door opens, that car's going to booby trap blow up. I don't know what he did to her, but she hates him. That wheel's probably on Thomas by now. Oh, that thing's already to his work, yeah. (laughs) And that's a pretty awesome girl. She knows her way around lug nuts and a... I'll just loosen the tire. That's pretty... This is no way this just happened. Somebody's trying to kill that guy. Never in my life. Driven every day for... A long time. Never seen a guy just sitting there without a wheel. No damage to the car. No accident. Nothing. Nice car? Or? Uh, it was like one of those, uh, it's like a, like a sport wagon, I guess. It was, I don't know. I, like I, an Outback? It was like a blue Kia, maybe a little bigger than oh, that. Okay. I don't know. Like a Hyundai. But it was like a wagon. It's that Both QB. of those... Uh, I just saw it's tough to get insurance on them for yeah. the most. Yeah, they get stolen all the time. He is yeah. Hyundai that certain year. Really? Yeah. They're yeah. stealing them so much that insurance companies are like, we're done here. We're not paying you people. And if you want to buy it, it's your You want to get this one? Wow. Yeah, that's rough. Well, now the wheels fly off of them. So don't insure that either. Oof. That wasn't uh, already done. He was just sleeping there for the night. 
He might have just, he didn't get out. He didn't seem like surprised. Because it's better than the, uh, you know, the tarp and the grocery shopping cart. Usually setups that they have. Oh, the homeless guy? Yeah, right. Oh, right yeah, but no. it was further down him. He was in the road. Oh, yeah, then he wasn't. He was in the turn lane. He had to go around him. At least have his hazards on. Yeah, and, but he was starting to turn when it all ended. So, but you, and you couldn't see the wheel anymore. No, I, that's what I was <laughs> looking gone. for. It's just missing. Like you'd think right then he's starting to turn, like, whoosh, and the wheel shoots off. And also, if that would have happened, logic. I go through. I make a whole movie out of what I just saw. I had a beginning, middle, and end. This dude is having. It's the. It's his wife's sister. You know, Thanksgiving got a little weird. He might have thrown a finger in in the bathroom. It's like, ooh, we shouldn't be doing this. Next thing you know, he's hosing her. She finds out, loosens the lug nuts. He's sitting there on the phone. He's afraid to move because he heard a click when he sat down because she's got a, you know, a mine in his driver's seat. Everything about that car is going to blow up. We're going to hear an explosion. But then I'm looking and I'm like, he was going to drive that. He was in the far lane. He wasn't in the far left. He was in the middle turn lane. To what? Getting it off, I guess, to make the turn. He got off. Just oh, get he over. got off. Oh, that's he got why, off. That's, that's why this happened. Brad, Brad's 100% <laughs> right. This dude getting off is the issue. You know, he's just sitting there in that car going, I should have never banged that broad. <laughs> exactly. should have never banged her. It's either that or Wasn't the, that good? Or the broad did it. The the Yeah. The gumar. She yeah. went over and loosened up the lug nuts. Who knows? But it ain't just a normal story. Because he wouldn't pull that car over. There's plenty of room. On the off-ramp to just yeah. get out of the way. He's driving that thing. In, he got into that turn lane, the good turn lane, and started to go. Crazy. So good luck, old man. But he, and, and plus, as a normal person, my wheel flies off. I get that car secure, and I go get the wheel. Like, especially if it's not on the freeway. If it's on the freeway, we get bigger trouble. But if it's not on the freeway, I'm, I'm getting my wheel back. Not letting that sweet, sweet rim go. Whether or not it's sweet... Is, is up for question. <laughs> Not sure of the sweetness factor. But I'm definitely going to go get it. Even if it was a, a donut that flew off, I'd be like, I gotta go pick that up. And then give it to the police to investigate which one of the bitches loosened those lug nuts. Because that Print that. Yeah, he, yeah, put some prints Run on some it. Prints on and he better not go out and touch that, uh, that what is that thing called that lo- loosens him? The uh, lug nuts. Yeah, yeah. 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 Tire iron. There you go. Better not do that. Because the hand, the Fingerprints are all over that thing. She doesn't have her own. She used hers. This dude's got a story to tell. Remember that girl I met at the uh, Pete's bar when we were playing pool the other night? Yeah, sure. She was hot. Yeah, nailed her. And then uh, my wheels flew off. (laughs) Say again? Maybe that should be another thing on the checklist. Make sure the girl that you're going out with doesn't have one of those quick jacks. (laughs) (laughs) Never date a girl with a quick jack. Yeah, I, I well, there's NASCAR crew. Yeah, or something. yeah. Never date a girl with a fire suit or and a quick jack. <laughs> she might seem cool, but a quick jack is immediate. Like, uh oh, she can loosen up lug nuts, and I'm gonna end up like that guy sitting there on the freeway, or not on the freeway. It was just the weirdest thing. So anyway, good luck to him. But I'm never helping again. I've tried to help before. The, the times I, the one time I tried, the first time I tried to help, the guy uh, asked if my friend Mark and I wanted cocaine. And he started to pull out cocaine from his pocket. You guys want some help? You farm boys need some help. Farm boys, what the? You guys want some help? You want some help? I'm like, we're giving you the help. What's my? Oh, you want you? Yeah, I'm gonna pay you. I gotta pay you. Like, pull over here at Circle K. I'm gonna make some phone calls. I'm like, I'm gonna bring you some cocaine. You want some cocaine? Out of his pocket, cocaine. Like, no, we don't need any cocaine. We're good. Oh, you stay right here. I'll be right back. I'm like, okay. And we left. Let's and go. I, I've never helped any anyone ever again. 
No, thank you, Mr. Montana. Yeah. I mean, the first, the dude's introduction, his best foot forward to Mark and I after we see his car on the side of the road. And we should help this guy. He looks like he's in distress. <laughs> it's like, hey, my name's Todd. 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 Toby. Call me Toby. Here's some cocaine. I'm like, okay, this is a bad idea. And it was dark. It was 10 o'clock or so. Terribly stupid. So, anyway, if anybody does pull over to help that guy, trust me. She's not far behind and she is laughing, but she's a little upset that it didn't kill him. Or at least wreck the car. Man. So, I don't know what's going on, but it's not good. And if you got, you know, maybe even if you're if you're looking at your wife this morning, like everything's kind of a little off, tighten up those lug nuts before you leave, just in case. Or call an Uber. I didn't know they had that in them. Or call an Yeah, just Uber to work. That's yeah. shocker. Shocker ass. Just call an Uber. I don't know. Something felt funny this morning in the car, so I Ubered in. Why? Why did you do that? <laughs> Just felt like Ubering. You know that's a waste of money. Well, it's thirteen bucks. No big deal. Well, you're gonna drive your car tomorrow, right? I don't know. I gotta look at it. Well, what? What do you need? All right, never mind. <laughs> Come up with something else. And the next thing you know, eight a.m. Car up right there in the garage. It's Ace Rothstein in a casino for <laughs> right, your ass. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, luckily Ace had that steel yep. plate underneath the driver's door. Yeah, that's what's happening out there. They'll kill you as soon as look at you. Uh, yesterday we talked about that Asian girl that went to. Uh, School, school for four pre- days? Yeah, to pretend to be teenager. And then now we got this one uh, where a lady who, um, like she was a basketball coach at a high school, and she saw that her star player wasn't going to make it. So she's like, hmm, I'm going to suit up. And she started playing basketball. She's like 30. And in a way, if a white person had suggested this to her, you know, you should just take her place. No one's going to notice. It would be considered horribly racist. But she did it to herself. No one noticed. And then somebody recognized, hey, hold on a second. I've seen that lady before. It's a safe way. She's got a kid and stuff. Like, she's not. That's a coach. So, yeah, she, uh, she decided that that was a great idea. And she is now in big trouble because she screwed up the entire season for the team. Yeah, they'll have to probably they cancel the whole season. Because... Now they're Take wondering. The game. Now they're wondering. Did you do this before? How often True. does this happen? So yeah, she was. Uh, she's twenty-two. And don't they have footage of her uh, playing? Yeah. Well, they got, but she was impersonating a thirteen-year-old. If I was twenty-two and people are like, "You could pass for 13 I'd be offended. When you're twenty-two, you don't want people to think you're thirteen. Uh, but she did. Uh, her name's Arlisha Boykins. She worked for Churchland High School in Portsmouth, Virginia. Uh, reportedly got all suited up for a JV game. So she just wanted to dominate some girls. That's all that was going on there. Watching some a couple of Kirby's games, uh, there were a couple girls that could have been 22. Throw a 22-year-old out there and watch them just destroy Kirby's team. Kirby's is JV, right? Yeah. yeah. It's right there. Uh, just There's nothing about that a 22-year-old wouldn't just, unless you just pulled her right out of the crowd. But this is the coach. She knows a little bit about the game. 22, and she's just dominant. Uh, I want to know how many points she scored. Nobody's nobody's given stats. That's my issue with this story. I'm not really too upset about, like, oh, okay, it's girls' basketball. Finally, it was entertaining for a second for the parents that somebody out there was getting it done. Crossovers, Euro steps, deep threes, good shooting form, defense. She put a show on. The parents are like, that kid's good. Oh, she's 22. So what? Keep her out there. This is finally something I can watch. They didn't give a stat line. I want to see she's like 33 points, 12 boards, 7 blocks, nothing. Oh, you're not going to see that. Why not? You'll see, uh, well, I'm just telling you what you're, you'll get in JV ball for the ladies. You'll get uh, 
29 to 30 turnovers. Not from the coach who's 22. She's going to clean it will up. Take the ball away. This is why I'm saying there's one or two yeah. on each team that I've watched. Like there was a girl yesterday. Pretty solid. Um, and the, the coach only put her in at the end of the first half. And she's pouring in points. Yeah. And then the end of the second half, it's too late, not winning. I'm like, I wonder why she. Because you put her in the whole game. Right. They probably would have won. <laughs> really? Yes. Maybe she's got asthma. Or well, they got was, footage of this lady? Yeah, or she was on, 22. Commercial here. Brett just found footage of her. See, that's the thing. But uh, you're you're talking about like one kid who's 14. Yeah. Now imagine the coach. The domination. Half the reason you'd want to, like if somebody told me, hey, John, you can pass for 13 for 24 hours. What are you going to do? I'm going to go play basketball. I'm going to score 100 points. Which one is she? That I, one? I think it's that one. Jesus, she's terrible at basketball with 13-year-olds. Me? Did she just miss three shots from under the basket? It's yeah, girls' did. basketball. I know, but she's sake. come on. She's in and amongst children. You can hit a layup, right? It's girls' basketball. Yeah, those true. are decent shots from what I've been watching. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Let me re- rephrase my argument. Then she's terrible. She fit right in. How did anybody notice? Why would you blow the whistle on that? It's not going to matter all that much. I assume she's up in the air, just like finger rolling over kids. This lady's horrible at basketball. I mean, it doesn't say which one she is, but oh, you can tell she's the big old this one. one right here. I <laughs> yeah, think I think the one. Well, you got, but this one looks have, pretty yes. big too. Yeah, you got some monsters out there, but that's just the modern era of lesbians uh, in training. Yeah, right. Well, there's no reason for that. <laughs> you're, not, need- you're not wrong, but See? how many commercials does this thing run? I don't know. I mean, the modern day uh, child athlete is uh, just morbidly obese. They're all huge. Wi-Fi. Say- All right, come on. Commercial. She's uh, where her number number one is her. Juice. She's number one. Is that yeah. what it says? But they, give me a stat line. Show me what she did. But if that was what I was just watching, she's as bad as the rest. She got five boards and four points. That's not a game changer. <laughs> no. Yeah, sure she, there, she is the one that she was the one that missing of, all yeah. the shots. These are some big thirteen-year-olds. I got to say, that was awful. Where's number one? And there the Boykin Boykin's up hard off glass again. No, hard that's off not glass. number one. She's number thirteen. Oh, that was thirteen. Boykin's. Boy, she's not even playing hard. Is she on the team in the black jerseys? Oh, that, what is this with this commercial? commercial oh. the middle of the thing. Anyway. We're suffering through commercials for girls' basketball? <laughs> Screw this. I won't do it. You're right. Down. That's enough. All oh, I there she is. There she is. But I, I, it doesn't... It's just the picture. Hold on. She's white? No. Arlisha is a white woman? No. No. Yeah, that, she's that's, not white. That's oh, number one right there. I think it's going to be the same video. I would have never. Yeah, let's throw never some thrown stats out. At least. Yeah. yeah, that's all I want. I just want. I want the box score at the let's end. <laughs> no pun intended. No, yeah, that's true. I didn't <laughs> think what I said. Give me some box scoring, lady. Yeah, there's a lot of commercials to watch. This uh, old lady impersonate thirteen year olds. Yeah, no box score. But yeah, she she went out there. But right there, you can kind of tell she's got a little more form, even in that still shot. And most of those kids shooting free throws are just throwing it as far as they can. Did uh, Kirby's team win yesterday? Assistant coach. Um, they did. They did win. Did Kirby get in? She sat nope. up. She rode it, huh? Damn it. You got to get her out there boxing out, Brady. You got to get her practicing every single day for three hours. Homework be damned. No. No, no homework. There's a problem. I know. There's a problem with that. Ah, I'm on the that, other side that of That system's already working this week. You be a parent on the homework. <laughs> I'll tell her the truth. None of that stuff matters, Kerbert. Basketball is the future. That's the only plan for free college for your dad. And on his birthday, all you got to do is get some decent grades and get on that team. Box out, and you're going to Baylor for free. What's wrong with you? 
And we've already blown it with Toledo's kid, the left-handed pitcher. Unbelievable. Who had pro baseball players saying, you know, if your kid develops, well, he's got that kind of side uh, three-quarter delivery whip. But former Chicago Cubs looked at Toledo's kid and said, eh, he's got an interesting form when he gets older. I don't want to play ba- uh, baseball anymore, Dad. Meal ticket. Gone. I'd cut those Jane Mansfield locks off oh, in a heartbeat. I'd glue a glove there. to his arm. Well, I want to plan, but I had to sit her down and give her the, the talk. Uh, let me tell you about superstar basketball hooper Granville Waiters for the Ohio State Buckeyes. He, uh, <laughs> Why am I picturing this in sepia with dirt roads and stuff? Why is it every time you reminisce about even yesterday? <laughs> he had to sit one game because he had a D in a class. <laughs> and the Buckeyes lost. Because you called it Hooper. That was the last time Granny got a D. <laughs> ah, Granny got a D. I get it. Yeah, I just don't like thinking of uh, you, I, I you and old love the name Granville Waiters. Yeah. Granville yeah. Waiters is great. But you sitting her down, and I picture her in some weird log cabin. Let of, me tell you a story. Talk to you a little bit about a Hooper named Granville Waiters. And everything goes black and white. Brady's memories are old. Well, he's, a, he's an older man today, so 50, 59, 8, 7. 50-0, Oh, my goodness. The 5-8. The Lambert year is upon you. Uh, well, congratulations. Big, Out of the Heinz year. Big no plans? Uh, we're going to go to dinner on Friday. That's it? Just a Friday dinner? Yeah. All right. And uh, your choice? Yeah. Whole family? Just to yeah, whole uh, family. get the whole deal going. That means it's Kirby's choice. That's correct. Yeah, so where is Kirby <laughs> taking you? Uh, Shake Shack. Yes, yeah, right. Kirby <laughs> wants to go to Shake Shack. <laughs> and my guess is somehow or another your card's going to still end up on the table. No, actually, and, and we're, um, it's actually two families going. Oh, yeah. and they're paying. Yeah, for the, if it goes well. <laughs> That's right. So even Ronnie gets a free birthday meal for <laughs> yeah. you. That's pretty nice. So two families going out for your birthday. Yeah. It's almost like having a, a GoFundMe for your birthday where you're asking people for money to buy you dinner. Yeah, it's no, no. We, we, yeah. We, we did it last year, too, because yeah. his birthday's uh, tomorrow, Groundhog's Day. So it's fitty-fitty. Yeah. And you're, you're going to end up paying for your own birthday. That's fine. Yeah. Good for you. And no presents yet? I got, um, yeah, a pair of pants. Nice. A, uh, Ronnie shopped at Viore this time. Oh, you got, got a little bit of the... A pair of shorts and a pair of pants. Of yeah, I like that stuff. They're really comfortable. Yeah, they're great. They're great. I like those. Well, good for you. Congratulations. That's nice. More to come, I hope. Yeah, maybe not. Don't get but, your hopes uh, up. Uh, yeah, I'm They're not going to buy Probably not going to buy it too much. <laughs> I know Kirby's out there, you know. Shopping like crazy. Or she's wrapping it this morning. Tell so you what. I get home, get home and. Oh, yeah. It's going to be piles of. What, what 13, 14-year-old girls are real good at is thinking of others. So I think for sure you're going to get, I know, yeah, you're gonna get an awful lot of stuff. But she's been, it's been on her mind for months. Proactive with the birthday presents, the kids. Very good. You're going to get a world's greatest grandpa. If t-shirt. it reflects anything like the chores and homework oh, and everything, yeah. it's going to be she's, big. She's all over it. Yeah. <laughs> she's knocking it out of the yard. It's perfect. Uh, and what Kirby needs is a coach like the one that just got fired. You see that lady that got fired, the swim coach? I forgot what college it was. Uh, Cal. If, That's a big swim. Huge. Swim program. They've won national there. championships yeah. four times in the last eight or nine years. And they just got their coach for the last 15 or so years fired because she's a bully. Oh. She's tough. Hey, it worked. ASU, pick up the phone. Exactly. Start making calls. Call this mean, weird-looking 
you know. Gets it done. Lady Elaine Fairchild twin. Get her ass down here to ASU swimming and tell the kids, hey, life ain't easy. This lady makes it tough, but you want to win national championships, here's how you do it. She's evil looking. You can see it. Everybody's had a coach. What were the complaints? Oh, she was like she made fun of disabilities. I'm like, who is disabled on the swim team? Of course she made fun of them. That's a safe zone. Who doesn't? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she, evidently, they said it was race-based. She was just, she just drove them into the ground, and it was too hard to win all these national championships this way. Can't we do it kindly? Nope. That's why you weren't. That's why you weren't, you know, you're a loser. So the teams that have nice coaches who just love you all day long, say, you did a great job. Third place is real close to first. That's awesome. She's a believer that I, like me, is the two most dangerous words in the English language to an athlete is good job. Good job. When it's like, all right, that's enough. I I could probably do better, but the the coach seems satisfied with this effort at 75%, so I'll stick it here. Uh, 147 people because it got, you know, loose. She wasn't, like, physically abusive as far as I know, but even still, they're winning championships. Like not holding their head under the water. Right, yeah, she, wasn't, she never drowned anyone as far as I know or anything else, but she's denying that it even happened. But, but uh, they're going with the war. They're saying there, there's got to be something. She's she's just too rough. She's just too much. Or there's a, a new athletic director that just doesn't like her. Yeah, they wrote that she had, uh, one of the swimmers from 2010 said she experienced abuse by McKeever. And uh, she got to, and they looked into it after that lady put a paper down and said, she's not too nice to us 13 years ago. And they let her coach since then, just under that kind of cloud of investigation, knowing that she's a little bit rough. But they said that she was, uh, one of the girls said she didn't want to be alive anymore. She got yelled at so much by this lady. Pussies. Right. She texted teammates uh, for support, and the rest of the team's like, all right. McKeever ridiculed her the next day. Uh, when she evidently had told people she was going to kill herself, and she made fun of her for wanting to kill herself, I, it's it's changed so much. I mean, oh, like man. if your if your kid came home in high school sports, now take it to you know this example here is college comes home. My coach is so nice and so gentle. <laughs> you're not going like, to win anything. You're not going to win anything. let me tell you about being a head coach of <laughs> a football team school. Half those kids on that football team, 1987, by my recommendation, Mr. Coach Mike Clark Dobson High School State Champs 87, Reagan administration, you met Derek Zellner, you probably wanted to kill yourself because you realized you'd met the pinnacle of man. <laughs> Shoot, you sucks out there saying times are tough. Think of poor, everybody's eating, Brady. I never went down the route of telling Toby or T.C. Wright that they were better than anybody because they were black. Or that pasty Swede Holmberg that would run around out there and try to pretend he can keep up with the blacks. I never told him he couldn't because he was white. Race had nothing to do with it. I kept my black players at speed position simply because they outdid the white players. There's not race involved. It's genetics. Shoot. And then you kept DZ wandering through your locker room. All those other kids like, you know, I never used disability as any sort of a motivational tool. But that retard Ricky Strump would wander around out there. And I'd say, you guys want to be like him or like Derek Zellner? I made comparisons. Everybody, of course, said they wanted to be like DZ, but you never could be. You could never real. be like You're it. just real. I'm real. That's all. I never looked around the room and said, you're a skinny waist of filth, Holmberg. Time for you to get off my football field. You look like a pipe cleaner without any hair on it. <laughs> Little wire. What use are you? The football's bigger. Might as well put a helmet and pads on the ball itself. Get out of here, puss. That sucked. 
came in here all white, pasty, slow, thinking he's going to be on my football team with Derek Zellner. He's an insane man. Out of control. Shoot. I had all sorts of great players on that team. Even had a Hawaiian. I never even noticed. I don't care about that. What's all this about CTE? Shoot. You smacked that helmet up against another helmet. You've done your job. You know when you got a good hit when you see lightning. That's exactly right. That's God telling you. Nice work, son. Next time, make a storm out of that. I remember we had tryouts for cornerback. I didn't even need to see the guys run. Like, Toby, T.C. Wright, you're starting at cornerback. It's like, Holmberg raised his hand. Hey, I'm pretty fast. Like, I bet you're not as fast as Toby or T.C. Wright. Get out of here, you pasty sweet. <laughs> I didn't see race. I judge people on how they played the game and whether or not they were black and in a speed position. <laughs> Do you still do the uh, no water until we get it right rule? That's how you work a desert team, Brady. Work them. Better be like a camel when you come to practice at Coach Clark's place. Better load it up the night before. Shoot, I remember Keith Walls. He showed up, said, uh, I think I want to play. You're starting running back, I said, and that's all I cared about. Keith showed up, all beautiful and black. Gave him the ball as much as I could. I remember our starting quarterback the year after Derek Selner broke his leg on the football field, came off, had his cast on. I'm like, all right, I want you to run a power sweeper. I said, coach, I got a broken leg. I'm like, you can let that hold you back, puss. <laughs> That's why we won a state title in 1987, Derek Selner. All the rest of them got all wimpy. Didn't have enough black kids adopting to win championships. We had a ton of them in 87 for some reason. I mean, Luke Davis, that boy's strong. Country strong. I looked at him, and I used to walk up to him sometimes and try to wipe off all the white makeup. <laughs> There's no way. There ain't no way. I don't see race, but there ain't no way you're a white kid moving around middle linebacker like you're moving. God damn. Shoot. All right, that's how Thanks you coach. That's in, coach. how you coach. That's how you coach, Brady. I hear you. Nowadays, you got to let queers on the team. That's insanity. <laughs> of course, I'd never judge. Yeah. You got to have a coach that's actually hard ass in sports, or you're not going to yeah. win much. Not too many coaches. Got to challenge you, bringing you presents and peeps, and yeah, you have to say that. Hey, I just had my best time. I just, I just swam my greatest, you know, hundred meters. And they're like, all right, do it again. Oh, I don't get credit for. It. Yeah, you get credit for it. No, do no beat it. Now you got a new, you got a higher bar. Now you've done it to yourself. The harder you try, the more you accomplish, the better you get. And you got to have somebody pushing you. This lady, maybe she was abusive. But when you're winning national championships like that, as long as it's not physically abusive. Yeah. Sticks and stones, man. Just deal with it. I went home. I wanted to hurt myself. Well, she found a, you're, you're one of the weaker players, I guess. That's all. It's not right to feel that way. Chose but, the wrong girl. Her parents yeah, donate yeah. a ton to the college. <laughs> Probably. They don't true. like the coach. I'm just a big fan of coaches that made you uncomfortable. Because the last thing you did was want them up your ass. You wanted a stern coach that occasionally would pat you on the back. That's what I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to, you'll get them next time, coach. I want a coach that told me that was terrible. You want to keep playing? It just takes uh, one or two times of seeing what they're trying to teach you, and all of a sudden it clicks for you. Yep. You're like, wow. Yeah. And if you want to push me that way, I I understand how it works now. Exactly. Now, I'm not sure the details of this, but so far all I'm hearing was she made some uncomfortable references to some, you know, races and some uh, maybe maybe talk to her about that. Say, hey, lay off the whole, you know, the Puerto Rican swimmers or <clears throat> don't do that. 
our Puerto Rican swimmers at Cal. I'm not sure, but still, <laughs> lay off of it. And don't make any more jokes about black people not being able to swim. That's, that's coming back to us. It's getting on my desk. But you keep winning national championships. Whatever you're doing is working. That's the whole point of the sport. I always felt bad that your Ohio State guy, Woody Hayes. And I got kudos to the people of Columbus who just watched their coach get just dismembered by the media in the early 80s about how he was abusing players and hitting them and stuff. And he's looking around going, yeah, <laughs> wait a minute, that's frowned upon? And then they tried to make him a terrible human being. And it was just one player. That and was, it was time It was time for him, but that was the first time he really kind of... You guys have statues he, he has, and uh, drawings. You know, as far as grabbing face masks and stuff, that happened a lot. Well, he hit a guy on the during a game. Yeah, Clemson. Yeah. He hit a guy during the game. The other player, that's the problem. <laughs> the problem you was he did, yeah, it wasn't team. his own guy. He smacked a guy on the other team. And then it was very clear, and the rest of the team's like, oh, he hits us all the time. Practice and stuff. And then I had videos of him shaking helmets and hitting guys in the ear hole. And His backyard, he had a two-man sled at home. Yeah. And he'd bring players after practice. You're back over here. Yep. Better part is, I never understood like the damage Woody Hayes was accused of. Uh, he was hitting guys with helmets on, and he's probably in his sixties. At least, if yeah, you can't yeah, take a 60s. slap in a helmet from an old man, the football field not the place for you. Yeah, didn't Frank Cush get in trouble Frank for that Cush stuff? Knocked here some too? people around too. Yeah. yeah, that was the problem. I mean, you know, it was the other team. It was in the, a bowl game. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. he he hits. He's, he snapped. <laughs> he hits the. Kid. He was mad. Turnover. <laughs> he hits. He didn't just threaten him. He actually followed through. But again. So what? Coach Clark hit hit uh, players. Shoot, Coach Clark didn't have to hit players. Put put a picture up of Derek Zellner and that would smack a kid right in the face. <laughs> Woody Hayes would be hitting hitting coaches today. Yeah, sometimes he, I knew he never took a pay raise yeah. for like he just loved being fifteen there. years. He's yeah. like, we'll be here. Oh, when I was there, Brett watching the 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 game. Uh, with Michigan and Ohio State. And I'm like, I thought he was disgraced. Uh-uh. There's cartoons of him at every timeout. Woody Hayes dancing around on the Impersonator field. Impersonator in the, in the people crowd. people dressed like him. <laughs> There's a guy running around on the field. Look, it's old Coach Woody. He walks up to another player and smacks him. Like, yay! Everybody in Columbus loves it. They don't care. If Joe Paterno coached at Ohio State, there'd still be statues up. He didn't know. That would be your excuse. There'd probably be... Jerry Sandusky pictures that they won national championships. They've got impersonators of all the greats up there. You can get Earl Bruce and Art Sleaster together throwing up horse betting tickets. <laughs> yeah, another controversy. That's right. A tattoo parlor for Terrell Pryor and the gang. It's great. Anyway, if you've got a coach that's a little rough on you, you've got a coach. It's basically what it is. This guy says, uh, Coach Clark was one of my coaches in 05 and 06, and your impression of him is hilarious. He was older and tamer when I had him, but he definitely would get fired up every there. And then when he said, shoot, that is spot on. Ah, come on, shoot. You guys out there shooting all over the field. You shoot your pants, Holmberg? I bet you did and saw T.C. Wright and Toby Wright coming at you from every angle. Shoot. Boys coming at you 100 miles an hour, and you're pasty, Swedish, ugly ass. Of course, I don't judge people by how they look. Even retarded Ricky Strumpf, who looks like Nosferatu. He's just like you. We're all equal. We're all equal. From Derek Zellner, golden god of man, to Ricky Strumpf, who eats out the garbage cans. We're all the same. Nobody can be differentiated by any activity. DZ, who probably has a penis that sings better than Mormon Tabernacle. 
<laughs> Just whip it out, DZ. Let's hear that thing. Tune it up. You guys are going to be treated to Derek Zellner's gigantic penis singing a song to you. I don't know much, but I know I love you, DZ. Shoot. Yeah, he was nuts. But he was a coach that got a championship and then lived on it for years and years and years. He wasn't that tough, though. He just sounded tough. He didn't do anything really tough. The only thing he did was make people run draw plays on third and 12 a lot. <laughs> like running backs get killed in the open field. Uh, it's 621. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? Brady's birthday wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one. Shoot. Shoot. A great one. <laughs> a Derek Zellner style. Not good, not great. Zellner. It's a new adjective to describe greatness. You can never achieve it. It's like the word perfect. We recognize it as a word, but we've never actually seen anything that's perfect, except Derek himself. Zellner. You've been Zellnered. <laughs> I just saw Derek Zellner out there with that guy with three-wheeled car. He balled his arm up, made a wheel, and drove the guy off himself, just standing next to it, working a wheel out of his arm. <laughs> it's like one of those elastic mans. Uh, give it to us good and strong. Please. I can't stop being Coach Clark once he shows up. 585-9800. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.